Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of the Tom and Jared Gaming Show, the show where we talk about all things gaming related and probably other stuff too. (laughs) It's kind of hard to make it always focused on video games 24-7. But yeah, when we do talk about video games, we'll talk about what games we've done playthroughs of, what we're collecting, and other gaming stuff, I guess, like who our waifu is. And what fan service games we're playing and all My that. My brain's in 100% gaming mode always. Ex- exactly. Always gaming gamers. Try and get your new waifus and whatnot. <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That's going to be what's happening in a couple of days. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. With Valentine's Day coming up and all that. Actually, it's, it's funny that, you know, Valentine's Day is, you know, coming up. And I mentioned fan service games because... Uh, Jared, guess what game came out last week? Uh, I don't know. You don't know? <laughs> it's it, it's a uh, Honey Pop Two Double Date. <laughs> the... I didn't know that it came out. There's a yep yep the first one. <laughs> yep. <laughs> There's an official sequel to Honey Pop, and uh, I know a little bit about Honey Pop. Um unfortunately <laughs> uh will this episode even come out during uh before before uh before valentine's um it might come i think it, this will come out uh, you know what probably not <laughs> i've got a weird <laughs> we've got a weird fucking upload schedule uh we'll we'll record yeah, an episode like, one week like, this will be uploaded in march and I'm like what the fuck are they talking about <laughs> yeah yeah um yeah, and I don't think I ever told like the you know my our audience this, but I've got a really weird upload schedule. Like I I don't upload a, a upload at a consistent basis at all. I'll we'll record an episode one week, and then it might sit there for just a week or two, and then I'll upload it. Like this this is this is what happened. That, that's what happened last week. Like we recorded an episode last week, and. And that was meant to go out three week three weeks ago. And uh, I, I and that episode just now might finally get uploaded, you know, tomorrow or maybe Sunday. We could actually make this like the Valentine's Day progress if I can actually get my shit together, you know. <laughs> so uh, yeah, um, I think uh, it, it, you know I'd have to get my shit together, but. We could probably do it like that, um, <laughs> because imagine if it's a Valentine's Day episode and it doesn't come out till next week, or or it doesn't come yeah. out until like fucking March or something. It's like it's recorded out of order. We just put these out of order, I guess. <laughs> hey. Exactly. All right. So, um, <laughs> but yeah, at the time at the time we're doing this podcast, uh, it will it is Valentine's Day in in within a couple days and. And uh, for all you lonely people, either because of quarantine or you, you just are a loser, <laughs> okay. welcome to the welcome to hey guys, welcome to the incel podcast. <laughs> well, welcome to the incel podcast. Where we where, where we talk about the problems with women. <laughs> God, it's their fault. Why won't you date me, Veronica? I thought we Why? had something special. I'm a nice guy. I'm a nice guy, okay? I, I got, I got, I got, I got, I've ranked up all the, all my WoW characters, okay? (laughs) (laughs) 
we live in a society. They only care about the chans, and they they only want they only want the the chans and, and the brads of this world. These stupid Veronica, big butt, you know, big titty bitches only want the hottest guys. I mean, I could go for an average looking girl, but no, I need to go for the like the hottest girls. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, yeah. oh, nice guys. That's funny. That's 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 funny. Uh, but yeah, there's a for for all you for all those type of people, you've got a Honey Pop too that you cannot play for like uh, eighteen or nineteen bucks because it's a twenty dollar game, but like it's on sale for like eighteen bucks or something like that. I wonder if that. Wow. I, I wonder if they deliberately. I wonder if they deliber deliberately released this the sequel to Honey Pop. Just a week before Valentine's Day, I wonder if that's that was like by coincidence or <laughs> it's all planned. Or maybe you know what you know what a thought that came across my head. I was like, what if that the the uh, developers of the first Honey Pop when 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 COVID first happened, uh, they uh you know last year their immediate thought was shit everyone's staying at home they're they're all quarantined. I got we got we got get a get our get out another another Honey Pop game. The, oh, yeah. I know what the world needs right now, it's, and it's another Honey Pop game, and I'll so pump, uh, pump that shit out <laughs> exactly. And and and, they, and they've just been like work, and they and they've just been crunching every day for the last year, trying to get Our this new. Opus. <laughs> I doubt. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. High art. The most classy art. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Do you remember that? Have you ever seen that one clip from The Office where? A, a bunch of pictures in, in his folder falls out and it's a bunch of like like fucking hentai and and, and the guy's like it's called hentai and it's odd <laughs> uh that was a that was a funny episode uh but yeah uh what but what about you jared what are, what are your plans for this valentine's day um live my life i guess exactly <laughs> uh and uh, maybe something else once we get to the pickup portion of the at the end of the thing. We'll don't worry, I, I'm. I, I plan on sleeping too. You don't have to worry about it. I plan on sleeping for Valentine's Day too. You don't have. You do. You don't got nothing to hide, Jared. Who are you sleeping with? Oh. <laughs> oh. You know. <laughs> got him. <laughs> Your sister. I'm just. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. What? <laughs> I'm kidding. Wait, do you have a wait? Do you even have a sister? Yeah. Oh fuck! I thought you had shit. <laughs> I thought I thought you just had. I just thought I just thought you had the one brother. So. <laughs> no, I got sisters. She's like in her thirties. Oh fuck! Well, well, this is awkward. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. Uh, but yeah. Um. Don't. I wonder if you can hear that. I don't know. You're probably satisfying one of one percent of the audience who sleeps with a fan on with doing that on the podcast. <laughs> you disappointed them. Damn. Now one percent of our of our. Uh, not now one percent of our streamers of our viewers are gonna leave thanks to that what was i thinking i know uh 
But no, I, I think, you know, background noise, it's probably best to not have background noise. I mean, if you <laughs> yeah. want your own fan, if you want your own background noise fan, you can do that yourself. Just turn on your fan when you listen to this podcast or something. I don't know. But, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Oh, oh shit! I was trying to adjust the my microphone stand, and it nearly fell sideways. Uh, it's okay, baby. I love you. Telling <laughs> your mic, uh, someone? Huh? <laughs> yeah, this is this is my lover. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, yeah. So uh, man, you know what uh really fucking annoys me it's it's uh these uh fucking like youtube prankster channels that are just you know fucking like oh uh, here i'm pranking my ex-girlfriend gone wrong gone sexual or or some bullshit like that that? i don't actually know i don't know i mean that used to be a that used to be a big thing like three years ago uh like years ago but i don't know if they still do it but you know uh, we're getting we're at a time now where people who grew up watching that shitty content are now you know becoming adults and they and, and are and who have viewed that kind of content and you know they want to emulate that kind of you know those kinds of videos from for themselves now uh like did you yeah but like whenever you saw those videos and uh, maybe you don't know what I'm talking about but do you remember seeing those videos? where they they they, uh would pretend to be like you know they had monster masks on and fake butcher knives and whatnot and they'd scream and yell and pretend that they were gonna murder someone uh you know those kind like those kinds of like horror pranks or something well that used to be well that used to be a thing that you know fucking people would uh those are kind those are the kind of pranks that you would see people sometimes make on youtube when it's like uh, and obviously, okay, obviously those kinds of pranks were fake because there's no way in hell t- anyone who's above, you know, who's, you know, intelligent enough will realize, hmm, I probably should not, you know, run up to two random strangers wearing a face mask. Where, no, well, not a face mask, but wearing a monster mask and like a fake butcher knife. Like, hey, uh, guys, come. Uh, fuck! Yeah, I, I'm I'm gonna fucking murder. You. I'm gonna murder you because you know, uh, people with enough you know IQ will realize. Hmm, uh, I could probably get shot doing that. Well, this one kid did not think that through. Um, there was a, mm-hmm. I think, probably a week or two weeks ago, the story is. Yeah, some kid who like some like twenty year old kid who wanted to be like a, fucking youtube prankster uh he filmed one of those types of pranks uh and 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 this prank was intended to be real um because yeah keep in mind because uh keep in mind most of the people who like you know do those kinds of pranks you know they're actors like they're they're in on it that's why they when they do those pranks they don't actually use real strangers they'll get people who are in on the joke so, but this people, th- this 20 year old kid did not get the memo because, uh, he intended on making this prank real 
and like he tried doing he he and a, a a friend of his you know put on like these horror movie outfits got these big fake butcher knives and essentially like try to uh prank you know uh this guy and a couple other people and and uh he got shot surprise surprise by doing that you know stupid stupid prank uh and it's like, geez, man, like where where are we where are we coming to? You know, or join the ranks with the guy who uh got his head, got shot got the bullet through through a phone book. Oh yeah, I remember that. <laughs> what 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 was even that story? Like some like this YouTube couple wanted to see if uh, if a bullet could if a book could a, a thick book could stop a bullet, and like the husband like was yeah, was like okay. holding out. What was like holding out the and it ended up she ended up murdering 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 <laughs> with, the, with the gun it's horrible it's nah. it's horrible but it's i mean i mean i mean it's horrible but at the same time it's like god people are so stupid man like why are you doing this why are you why are you making this this kind of content uh that's not all these extreme yeah i thought all these extreme Dream pranks ended when uh, when that happened when, the, when that a video where the like the fake ki- like the fake kidnapping happened like the t- fake terrorist like, oh yeah the one video that when that happened it was pretty much the end of it I hoped <laughs> I don't know though yeah you would think that but I think as long as you know YouTube is still around people are still gonna try to make shit content like that and you had one person who was trying to emulate stuff like that and he, you know he fucking got shot like apparently you know. I don't know, we know, I don't know if there's video of it, but there is rumor to be like, there is audio of the event, which, you know, would make sense because, you know, they were, they, they were pranking these people as part of like a YouTube video. So it would make sense if there would there be footage of it, but so far there, there hasn't been any footage that, that has been released to the public, but uh, yeah, some, God, people... I, I almost want to say I, I know this is sounds kind of cruel, but I I almost want to say this is like Darwinism at work, you know, like fucking. <laughs> oh, I'm I'm gonna go uh prank this random stranger and you know wearing a monster. I, I I'm gonna make this uh this dude and, and his friends and family That's think that they almost like- got murdered. I bet that that'll be so hilarious, you know. I, I'm sure I'm sure he's not gonna do anything to like you know, defend himself, you know, (laughs) what was natural selection? Hell yeah. Basically. Yeah. Let's go. (laughs) Let's go boy. Natural selection, natural selection at work. Hell yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Um, uh, yeah, it's, uh, God, people are just like, just so stupid, man. Like why? Why would you even? Why? Why would? Why would you even want to make a video? I like. I get like you're trying to get like YouTube views and whatnot, but like, come on, Viral. like at least be smart about it, you know? <laughs> There's many people. Smart. I mean, if you're trying to get a lot of views on YouTube, you're probably not making the best life decisions, you know. <laughs> I mean, like, I folks. Want to do something crazy? Want to go viral? Let's do it sure. right now. 
All right. What what's your plan? What's your plan, Stan? How are we going? Uh, um. Uh. Say I the n word. Okay. Nee, I'm just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> That's I'll how go you viral. do it. Goes viral. <laughs> That's how you do it exactly, and you'll just go viral. Name of the podcast. Jared says what? <laughs> Not clickbait. That might. <laughs> Maybe that'll be the name of the, this episode. Why not? There we go. But yeah. yeah uh, actually, you know what? You know what? Actually, that reminds me of is uh the there was that there was that fucking story about that uh fucking country singer who uh, uh he got in trouble yeah. because he he made a he either said the n word or just made a racist comment in general and yeah he said you know, he said the, he said the n word <laughs> yeah yeah okay he said he said he said pussy, he said pussy ass and yeah you know. oh okay well that well <laughs> yeah well that that was a thing he said and uh uh-huh fuck it there we go uh does this wait all right there we go i think that works better but yeah, and uh, but yeah, so there we go. But yeah, so like, but yeah, so like you said, he, uh, you know, that the, uh, an audio clip of him saying that basically got out there, and really, obviously, he's been he's gotten some uh, blowback because he said it. Yeah. Uh, you know, like radio stations, um. Uh, radio stations have stopped playing his music. Um, a lot of a lot of the Spotify and YouTube music and all those playlists that involve country music, they dropped his songs from that playlist. But after the controversy arose, his the the sales of his music album skyrocketed. Like yeah. hundreds and of thousands of people were buying up. Like what the fuck. Okay. Yeah, like so yeah, like hundreds and thousands of people were buying up all, you know all of his albums and fucking <laughs> you know, like even though you know his uh music was no longer going through the, you know, official Spotify and YouTube Music and Pandora playlists, like people were going out of their way to listen to his music on those platforms. And it's like, damn. <laughs> it's like, damn. Yeah. If you just want to be famous, like all you gotta do is say the n word. Apparently, <laughs> especially I, I guess in country music. I guess. <laughs> I guess. <laughs> yeah. Not to not to bring out any stereotypes, but you know, maybe uh-huh. you know. Okay, you know what? Let's make this podcast grow. Are you ready, Jared? Three, yeah. two, one. Nintendo. Yeah, <laughs> that's a call back to episode one and a half. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wow. Now, now we now now we just gotta wait for Waluigi, Wario, and and the they rest of them. So, they were so brave. Wow. <laughs> they were so brave. They said the N word right on YouTube. <laughs> uh, wow. Wow. How could they? Man, I haven't been playing, huh? <laughs> None. Yeah. God, you know, it's weird. You know, it's it's a uh, 
this is a podcast meant to be about video games, but like so far we haven't talked jack shit about video games. <laughs> I know. Uh, but you know what? I, <laughs> you know what I think it is though, and maybe you think it sounds kind of silly, but I think it's just you know maybe partially to do with aging because it feels or more so like you know or i think a better term would be like growing up because i'm not like fucking an old man like i'm a boomer like oh i don't understand how video games work you know it's more like I'm growing <laughs> yeah it's like more so along the lines of like i'm growing up and i've got like more responsibilities and whatnot it's like shit when am i gonna have time to play these other games you know um <laughs> Like I, maybe I guess you can. I've made it a big part of my life. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I can, I can I'm, see that, I'm, and our viewers can see no, that too. There's no, uh, there's no turning back for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and you know, video games have been a big part of my life too. But you know, you know, when you're a kid, it feels like you have all the time in the world to play like all the video games like you want to play. But as I, as I, you know, you get older, you know, you got all of these you know extra responsibilities under your belt that you have to do and like push video games to the side so that you can get like all the all these this this you know other you know responsibilities out of the way you know what i mean that's why i've beaten zero games this year because <laughs> <laughs> that exact reason Woo! Woo! exactly yeah responsibilities that's why i haven't really been playing much video games either like i'm so mad that i never beat ghost of tsushima like that was legit one of my favorite games last year but it's it's been an on and off again thing where i play it i fall out of it for a little bit and then i play it and then i just sort of forget about it you know yeah i've three games started and i'm not any closer to beating any of them <laughs> games are too long man i think that's the problem you know yeah that's the thing i really like about fucking indie games is that indie games you know you can download and play an indie game and it'll be like five minutes long and it's like you know maybe it doesn't have to be that short but it's like at least i can actually beat this you know thing this this game yeah and experience everything it's got within like you know a reasonable time frame you know you go to any like open world game like Ghost of Tsushima, which I just brought up, or like, or pretty, or basically like any Rockstar game, essentially, and there's so much you can do. It, it's crazy. Like you can, you know, especially like in GTA Five, you can go golfing. You can like go fucking do other sports. You can participate in races. Mm -hmm. You know, there's an entire like separate online multiplayer mode that you can go on. And, you know, in just the single-player mode, like, there's so many, like, things and activities that you can do and side quests that you can do and whatnot. It's like, shit, man, like, when am I, you know, going to have time for, like, you know, experience, like, everything this game has to offer? Like, when are you going to, I mean, beating it alone, it might be reasonable enough, but, like, to, like, just actually 100% a game and complete everything that the game has to offer, when would you even, like, have time to do that? You know, I can count on like one hand how many games I've actually like 100% completed, and that's like yeah, maybe two games. <laughs> hmm? Yeah, 
and I'm like, uh, I I feel like I feel like I've done like I think I've I think personally I've like kind of weird. I've I've listened to more music albums than I've played games. It's kind of weird. I collect I collect video games, but I'm like, like last year I list I pl- I beat like nine games, but I listened to over. 200 albums that came out last year it's like kind of weird that it's just like (laughs) well maybe that's where your real passion lies yeah at least i do it while i work i do it while i work or while i'm in the car or something like that but video games i feel like (laughs) oh well you know what well you know what that's that you have a point there like music albums is something that you can listen to while doing other stuff like taking a walk or doing chores or whatnot uh playing games is something that requires your like full attention you know you know you, you it's it's your your input that makes the game go on um and uh yeah it's it's definitely a lot harder to uh try to make try to make time for that um yeah um I, I, I do want to play more games and like my main goal is to be able to like in like 10 10 to 5 5 to 10 years be able to have like a, a full a full on top 200 games of all time list or something like that of, <laughs> that, uh, of that uh caliber so i can <laughs> play all the classics and have a yeah tr- trying that, to like i do with music yeah you're trying to go for the world record of most games being or or most games collected or something like that no I I'm, I'm never gonna now I know I'm never gonna beat any of these games. Not, 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 uh, beat all these games. Beat any of these games. <laughs> and uh, I've already I've already gone past the point where I'm gonna get every game. Maybe if I lived in my own house, like I like had a stable income and had like everything that I yeah. like that that I maybe like collect everything or get multiple games. But I feel like I'm just gonna get the games I want or the games that are pricey or interesting more just the stuff I want and just make lists and uh, just get stuff that I want that way since I know I have I just have this room and another room and like I know eventually that I gotta move out so it's like I don't really need all this cheap shit that I'm never gonna play and I know I can always get again and I can just have the list of the good stuff and the cool things that I like to collect so yeah that's man how doing that's how I just decided that's what why you... I got rid of 300 games Right. Today, this morning. <laughs> to a game store. What uh what do you think uh, and this is a this is a thought that came to my mind as far as like video game collecting is concerned. You know, there's a I, I so yesterday or couple yeah, yeah, it was yesterday. Yesterday I had I had I finally pre ordered uh Scott Pilgrim versus the World, the the complete game from from uh, limited limited run games. Which is that's mm-hmm. where you can pre-order it if you still want to. I almost forgot about that game. <laughs> yeah. Until yesterday. It ends in the end of the month. I, I need to need to pre-order. It. I just been lazy. Yeah, it's at the end of this month is the last day you can pre-order. Like the February twenty eighth is the, is the last day you can uh, pre-order the, this game. So yeah. Um, and and uh and I had it. it I'm like you. I for, I forgot about it for a long time too. Like the only like reason i remembered it was because you know i uh it's weird like i was it was on my mind like thinking shit it's february i i need to you know pre-order scott pilgrim versus the world and then like shortly after that like i find that a youtube video recommended to me 
like in my recommendations is a video about Scott Pilgrim. This is the world like, damn, even YouTube thinks I need to pre-order this game now. I'm like, <laughs> all right, fine, I'll do it. So like I pre-ordered, uh, I pre-ordered two, uh, a couple different game versions. I pre-ordered the, the classic edition for the PS4. And I also got the, just the base game for the switch. So I got a couple different versions of the mm -hmm. game. But it makes me think, like, limited run games has, like, a very, like, unique premise where it takes, like, these indie games that would normally be, that would normally be, like, digital only and is is redistributing them to be physical copies. And I'm like, wow, that's pretty amazing. But, like, how yeah. if it's a limited run, like, how how would that even work, though? You know, is, is if 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 these are, like, limited games that that you can only make a certain like handful of copies of uh does that mean like that these that these you know limited run game copy physical copies are like extra valuable since it's not uh, it depends on the game i, I depend I, I don't really collect limited run it i mean there's like what, what number is scott pilgrim like ps4 300 and something i don't even know they've, pre they've made so many it's so it, I guess it depends on how popular the game is. Uh, but I guess the the how they started was they just made us um, how they the beginning of limited run. How I remember it was that they just had a certain amount of copies and you had to be there the minute it went. The pre-orders went. You had to pre-order it or it just sell out. And then you'd just be like, oh damn it, it's, it's sold out. And then you have to pay like double the price when it comes out. So that's how it was for a while. And I know they switched to a. Uh, it's now they make as many as I guess pre-ordered. Yeah, uh, they, that they have yeah. stock, and I know there's a couple. There's the limited run does have a deal with Best Buy, so they do sell limited run games at Best Buy. Certain certain like titles at Best Buy. I've been to uh, Best Buy, so they have limited run games there. No, oh, cool. It's kind of all over the place. I I don't really collect a lot of limited run because it's just it doesn't seem I don't know it just doesn't seem like a great investment to me. I mean. That uh, it's not scarcity, but it's like, what would you call it? Uh, because there's, uh, there's other companies like Limited Run that do the same thing, where they put out limited, limited things, and it's like, uh, yeah, artificial, uh, artificial scarcity, like artificial like limiting, making it a collectible. It's like, like I mean, you could always like, like a lot of people just I I know people who pre-order. Get every single limited run games, every one, even games they don't have any interest in. It's just like, yeah, and uh, so you don't really think there's a lot of value that goes in behind the limited run games. Then it's just you just you, like you just think that you know it's just a false sense of scarcity. I don't know because I th to me I thought you know if if there's only like a handful of copies. If you can only get a handful of copies of a specific type of game, like what Limited Run does, I would think that this it would be extra valuable to because then I mean, that, Limited like, Run is a big company now. I mean, one of the biggest Limited Run companies. So I guess small to them is 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 not that small, especially with like Scott Pilgrim, where like I could imagine a couple tens of thousands, or I don't even know how many people over pre-order that game, but it's. It's a because there's other companies just that are from like the UK and stuff like that that are like they're way, they put way less copies and actually the 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 most expensive PS4 game is a uh, limited type game 
Oh, really? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I would made... think. What? Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, I guess I'll tell the story. Uh, there's a uh, there's this indie game for like five bucks on the eShop. It was called uh, it's called uh, Poop Slinger. <laughs> it's a real game. It it exists, and uh, there's this just this random company that is random uh, limited run, limited game company. What, what what's the name of it? Uh, let me see. Uh, limited. Let's see. Limited Rare Games was the name of the company. This is their first title. Was uh, called they were gonna release Poop Slinger, and it got announced on like around April first. So everyone thought it was a freaking joke, and no one pre-ordered it. And then, then uh, and then eventually, it did. Someone, the people who actually did buy it got a copy in the mail and it actually existed and uh and now it's the the like technically the rarest uh ps4 game uh they're extremely expensive let me look up a sold a, a listing on ebay and uh this is what happens when limits go wrong mm. the cheapest copy on ebay there's not even any there's a copy for thirteen thousand dollars right now <laughs> for poop slinging. Wow, a, a game about flinging your shit costs thirteen so. grand. That's where that's where society is heading, folks. Yep. When when incels were were complaining about mm -hmm. women, when incels were complaining that society was collapsing, it wasn't actually about women. It was because poop slinger cost thirteen thousand dollars on eBay. That's that's where their mm -hmm. real gripe is. So yeah, uh, there's a multiple limited run companies. So I feel like it's just if you like, I, I could never keep up. Like just every month, spending thirty to forty dollars on these limited games every month, every time it just does not seem like the best idea to me. Yeah, it, it, yeah, I I see what you mean. Like it, it definitely seems like it's a waste of money to be spending that much money on on uh, limited run games, especially if it's like a game you don't even you're not even interested in like i think i get why some people are doing it because they want they think that they can make profit from these games like hey if i buy this now at this price i can resell it for like double or even yeah. triple or quadruple the, price the fear of missing out and like i guess just having expensive games or the collect the collection thinking we can get a complete playstation 4 collection or something yeah <laughs> Which even a lot less first. What? Uh, sorry, you, you can go ahead. Yeah, and they were also doing a lot of Vita stuff. So a lot of the Vita stuff is getting kind of pricey. There's a couple of most expensive Vita games they limited run. Well, yeah. what what I was gonna say is, wouldn't it? Would, would limited run games even be count as part of the PS4 collection because they're not, you know, they're not distributed by like official game studios if that makes sense like this is a I, like i i always i always count them as different things because like I, I i don't really i you can I, a lot of people do i don't count them myself i, I mean there's i mean they're still licensed by uh uh i mean they, sony approved them to be put on their console I and mean, that's just i mean i i sony's a little weird where it's like i guess you could put as long the lenience for uh 
also Nintendo for putting out a game with a little less, uh, I guess, a little lenient where Xbox, there's no limited run on Xbox because Xbox has like a, a specific requirement of how many games, how many copies you can print on your on their console. You have to have a certain amount of uh, copies printed to have a, a physical game on an Xbox console. That's, how, that's why there's no Xbox limited run games. <laughs> uh, yeah. And that's kind of sucks. Maybe that's why they couldn't buy Nintendo. They're they're too strict <laughs> about limited run games. Yeah. I still find that story to be funny. Uh, the story like where when Microsoft first launched Xbox, they tried to find game studios that they could buy to make games for Xbox exclusively, and uh, they tried to buy Nintendo and Nintendo's response was just laughing at them for an hour straight. <laughs> I own like some of the uh, most expensive PS4 games, but they're not the, the the ones that aren't limited run. I think they're way I guess way cooler. They're just like uh, I don't know to me anyway. I'm like, "Oh yeah, I got one of the first limited run games. It's like it's super expensive, but it's like they only made a thousand of them." Huh. How cool. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it seems like it's really easy to get these limited run games now because I actually found an article where apparently, like, one uh, game news organization like IGN or Otaku or whatever, they they pre-ordered over 25,000 copies of Scott Pilgrim vs. the World for Nintendo Switch. Um, and I think... I forget what the reason was. I think it was something uh, along the lines of video game preservation or whatnot. And, you know, wanting, uh, you know, the new generation to be able to experience this, you know, Scott Pilgrim versus the world. Because I'll be honest, I never bought the official game, but I did play the demo and it was a really fantastic game. I'm kind of ashamed of myself that I never actually bought the full game, knowing that it was only going to be gone from digital stores within like a a year or two, you know? Yeah. Um, so I guess with, with that news, it seems like that game's not going to be, uh, not going to, not going to, I guess, going to be pretty common. And they might even have it in Best Buys. Who knows? <laughs> uh, this actually might be a very really common release because if you think about all the copies that are being, that, are, that people are buying, like they're probably going to mass produce a whole bunch of these Scott Pilgrim versus the World games. Uh, for stores and whatnot, I, I imagine there's plenty of people who are who are going to be able to get their hands on on this game. Um, yes, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna get the probably the Switch, uh, the, the Switch one with the soundtrack. Uh, that's probably what I'll do. But uh, uh, usually with limited run, most of the time, if anything, it's, what I've been noticing is a lot of times the prices just double. So if it's like a thirty dollar release, they're, they're selling like like fifty to sixty. But that's brand new so that's usually what i see but it's it's whatever <laughs> yeah i only i only own a two limited run releases on switch because i found them at a pawn shop it was uh this one rogue 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 knight or something and freedom planet those are the two i found on switch freedom planet why does that one sound familiar it's i feel like that's that something one, you'd, that you'd hear out of out of type game that's that's I was about to say that like that sounds like something you'd hear from like the Archie Sonic comics, or like the Sonic Sat yeah, AM TV Sonic. show. Was, I think it was like a fan game. It became its own thing. I'm pretty I'm, maybe that's what happened. So it's like inspired. It's sort of like a clone-ish, but it's like a not not a clone, but it's a what do you call it? A 
inspired, uh, took inspiration, a spiritual successor or something <laughs> to Sonic. Yeah, so you could actually, I think you could actually make a, a good, it's funny, I was thinking about like good video game movies that you could make. And, you know, they already made a movie about the, you know, Sonic the Hedgehog, and that was a success. But that also got me thinking about, um, uh, you know, the Sonic Sat AM and Archie comics. And I'm like, you know, those, you know, had pretty unique storylines about, you know, rebellion and freedom fighters and stopping Dr. Robotnik from roboticizing all of the animals and whatnot. And. Uh, you know, cause like the, if you watched, if you watched the, uh, Sonic Set AM show, like how Robotnik was Sonic depicted. Show, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can't really, really argue with that. But yeah, the Sonic's the, the Robotnik from Sonic Set AM versus the Robotnik from, uh, Adventures with Sonic the Hedgehog. They're like two completely different characters. Like, like this one. <laughs> Like the one from Sonic's, the the one from Adventures with Sonic the Hedgehog is like he's a really playful, silly, goofy villain. But like Sonic Sat AM, he he's like the cartoon version of Hitler, basically. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, I I remember this one scene where uh, uh, you know he has a there's a character named Sneevel and that's like his nephew, mm -hmm. and there's a part where like you know. I forget what the conversation was, but like Robotnik is like really getting up close to Sneevel and he, and and Robotnik's like, "What color is my heart, Sneevel?" And then he opens up his like wide mouth, big enough for like Sneevel to see what's inside, and he's like, and Sneevel like looking deep, freaks out, like, "I I don't see a heart, sir." And Robotnik's like, "That's right, <laughs> I'm I'm heartless, I." <laughs> Uh, yeah, it's, it's, uh, and, um, yeah, and I, and I just think about shows like Sonic Sat AM and it's like, damn, you know, this could make a really good film, you know, not, if not based on the video games, at least like based on the comic book storyline or like the, the car, the one from the, the, the one from the cartoon, like from Sat AM. Sonic, Under Sonic Underground, the movie? Come on. <laughs> Come on, man. <laughs> Sonic's get Jaheel White to start singing a song. <laughs> Hell yeah! For sure, why not? <laughs> the Sonic sister. Hell yeah! <laughs> God, what was what was even the plot of that? What was even the plot of that show? Like fucking, uh, it was like to find his the, the mom. There, yeah, exactly. Like Sonic found his like two long lost siblings and wanted you know to. Mm -hmm. They have a band. Yeah, and, yeah, and they have a band, all, and all three yeah. of them are voiced by the same person. <laughs> no, really. Yeah. God, Sonic, Sonic Underground. That was the one Sonic TV show that I did not like. Yeah, <laughs> yeah just the the whole like show was kind of cringy. Like I did not like the music. The music was kind of cringy. Yeah, like, that's, uh, yeah, not not gonna be, not not the finest moment. Yeah, maybe maybe it would be better if uh if um. They had like fucking Crush Forty do like do the music for like, Dude, like a whole cover. Trying. Oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good edition. <laughs> yeah, the, exactly. Sonic Underground, but except it's good edition. Yeah. Trying yeah, to find my mom. 
What? Every time they sing, <laughs> they start having Crush 40's voice. Wow. Yeah. Imagine, imagine Crush 40 singing Sonic Underground. Sonic Underground. Sonic wow. Underground. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, oh, but you know what? I just realized, speaking of Robotnik and Eggman, uh, uh, Jared, do you remember during our last episode, we talked about a um, uh, how, how uh, you know, Sonic, uh, Sonic's voice actor, Roger Craig Smith, you talked about he was leaving his the role as uh, Robotnik, mm-hmm. right? Well, uh, Sonic, yeah, yeah. Well, I found out more about that, and it turns out it's not just Sonic. Apparently, Sega is yeah. is uh, doing another purge of the whole voice cast and just firing everyone and replacing everyone. Like you remember, like years ago, uh, you know when like when we were kids, not, you know, looking back on it. Um, you know when uh, when once it got to like the games like Sonic Colors and whatnot, it was around that time where like Sega uh, had fired like just basically the entire like four kids voice cast. Ooh, Bless you, and uh, re- replaced them. You know, mm-hmm. well they're they're basically doing the same thing uh, they with got the boom the cast. One guy still there. Yeah, that's never what leaving. I was gonna say. He's never gonna leave. He's never gonna leave. And ladies and gentlemen, I think we all know who it is. It's fuck. It's motherfucking Mike Pollock as Doctor Eggman. He's still hired as Eggman, <laughs> the one yeah, person who like, got to stay. He was like ninety years old. He's still doing it. Exactly. Never retired. Exactly. Fire your essence. Yeah. 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 I take his vocal cords and put it in a robot. <laughs> imagine, imagine, like they, they just, the after like he dies, like Sega like steals his vocal cords from his grave and then like puts puts him in a robot so like he can continue voicing Doctor Eggman for like all eternity. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, of all the yeah of all the four kids voice actors, like Mike Pollock's the only one where people seem to genuinely like. Um, I I think you know me personally, my opinion on the on the four kids voice cast was uh, you know Sonic I thought was all right, Knuckles I thought you know was a good job. The only the the only two characters that I that I actually had a problem with for the four kids voice was. Tails and Rouge. Tails because Tails' Tails's voice in the four kids, you know, voice sounded way too feminine. Like he did not sound like a child, like a little boy. He sounded like a femboy, you know, if you know what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as far as Rouge, like Rouge sounded too old for a character. Like Rouge is supposed to be like an 18-year-old girl. She's supposed to sound young, but she sounded... But the four, the four kids voice actors made Rouge sound like a milf, you know. <laughs> I also would say Chris Thorndog, but I don't think any actor could have made that character out. It's insufferable. But uh, that's, yeah, that's a, yeah, a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, Chris Thorndike was uh, that 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 was one heck of a character. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure. You if... Like Sonic Adventure? You like Sonic Adventure too? You like those storylines? What if we plopped a 
Put a torp in there. <laughs> that makes the stories better. Yeah. Yeah, I think I know what the. Yeah, I, I think I know what the purpose was for like fucking Chris Thorndike. I think his role in the show it, it was he was like sort of meant to uh, meant to be a, a character that that the kids watching it could like relate with. Like, oh look, see, there's a kid hanging out with Sonic. Don't you wish you could like hang out with Sonic too? Me. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, watching watching Sonic X as a kid, I didn't think Chris Thorndike was that bad. But looking back on the show, it's like, yeah, he likes Sonic a little bit too much, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Chris Thorndike's the kind of the kind of dude who when when he's in when he's uh, in bed at night, he he looks up. He, he goes on rule 34 and looks up Sonic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. And the. Uh, See if he can find an OC of himself with Sonic, you know? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. God, I remember the fin like the final episode of the you know, Sonic X TV show was like uh like like really over dramatic if you remember, because uh that that was the episode uh where it was basically something along the lines of like the Sonic characters being in the human universe was causing time to stop. And the only way to get it to keep moving forward was if all the Sonic characters went back to their own time or, or something along those lines. And because like Chris is so fucking obsessed with Sonic the Hedgehog, like the, the second before Sonic was supposed to leave and go back, to his reality, like he like literally just fucking grabs him and just runs and and just basically just runs away with him, and like <laughs> fucking kidnaps mine. Sonic. Like you're mine. You're not leaving, Sonic. Time to go to my yeah. dungeon. <laughs> Time to go to my special dungeon, Sonic. <laughs> <laughs> Gotta go fast. Gotta go fast. Not in my dungeon, big boy. Big blue boy. Gotta go nice and slow. <laughs> you're not going fast. You're going nice and slow. <laughs> yeah. And hard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> uh, stop get it, giving the Rule 34 artists ideas, Jared. Jeez. Damn. It already I, exists. It probably does exist already. I wouldn't doubt, it. <laughs> I wouldn't doubt if it... Yeah, I wouldn't doubt it either. Top ten hottest. No, <laughs> no don't. About that video. <laughs> oh fuck that! Oh god, I know what you're. I think I know what video you're talking about. <laughs> uh, let's go. Let's go. Let's go. Yeah. Number ten. Number ten. <laughs> uh, yeah. You know what's even better? It's the it's the fucking Fortnite video, like. Top five Fortnite YouTubers who've sworn. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Well, what about the old classic, number fifteen, Burger King foot lettuce? The last you know what thing I you... think sometimes. What? Uh, this is really random, but uh, uh, like I've just I've been like selling video games to make money, and shit because I've been collecting. I've been what? It, I've been thinking it all wrong. I should have just spent all my money on a epic gamer Fortnite coach and become an epic gamer and make money that way. Wow. But I've been thinking about it all wrong. That could have been me. 
Yeah, you should have been managed my finances. You, you should have been wow. like those 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 twelve year olds, Jared, who 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 use their like parents' credit card to like buy some fucking random dude from the street to teach him how to play Fortnite. That's what yeah. you should have been doing, Jared. It's my Fortnite coach. He taught me everything I know. Yeah, imagine. God, that, that seems maybe this is like boomer of me to say, but that just seems like really sad. Like you're you're you're, you're paying a fucking coach to to teach your kids how to get they, better at a video game. Like, th- there's no yeah, video game. Fortnite coaches. Video yeah, game it's, coaches. Yeah, it's a it's a thing, and that just you know surprises me. We're living in a society. Yeah, we're wow. living in a society. <sighs> I'm yeah, I'm I'm disappointed, Jared. I'm gonna I, I, I'm gonna commit neck rope and like like all all the other Roblox kids are doing, you know, and mm-hmm. contemplate Roblox cult. Exactly. I've heard I've heard that was a thing that like, some kind of cult about Roblox. I don't know what's about that, so Yeah. <laughs> Jeez. Yeah. Gaming. That's a great Gaming structure news. of this podcast. A great structure, yeah. <laughs> so this is what I mean. Hey, I, 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 I mean, like, hey, we were going for a pretty long time, just given the fact that this was not scripted at all. You know, we 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 actually went. We we actually went. This actually went on a lot longer than I thought it would be. I'm actually kind of proud of myself, if I'm gonna be honest. Heck yeah! I, I thought we would. For the win. I thought we yeah. I thought we would talk for like ten to fifteen minutes and just be stuck on what to say next. And I'm like, well, shit. <laughs> I guess that's it. <laughs> just like every other day of my life, just sit there for ten minutes. Basically, yeah. <laughs> Staring at someone, not saying anything. Yeah, you're just slowly washing them from from like your balcony, and like, oh yeah, why why did you reject me, Veronica? Uh, God, God, damn it! Exactly. Yeah. Woo. Woo. Uh, <laughs> um. Yeah, I feel like there there should I should edit out of this podcast, <laughs> but I'm probably not going to because yeah. it's long. <laughs> yeah, you think that's about think that's about it for uh for content wise. I mean, I guess I I, I guess I, I can't really. Ga- I got twenty games to show if I can I can do that. <laughs> if you want it, sure. Yeah, if you got that going on, sure you can do that. Oh uh, yeah, twenty twenty games. Uh. Uh, I'll just show, I'll just like highlight, I guess, the ones I know how to talk about. Uh, first game here is a, for a console I don't really collect all that much for. It's a copy of Road Rash on the 3DO. The wow. Panasonic 3DO. The boxes are really this long. <laughs> 3DO boxes. Wow. They open up like this, and uh, they, they're, they're literally these big giant cases just a little all it has in this is a manual on this disc 
and they have this whole long whole giant box just for that so this is a great racing game by EA for uh, 3DO uh, EA had a lot of things to do with the 3DO failed console uh, uh, I, I went to a game store last Saturday so that's why I have a lot of uh, a lot of shit uh, next to two are uh, PS3 games. The first game is uh, I got it for twenty nine dollars. For some reason, it's selling for like forty five to fifty. Uh, it's Armored Core for Answer. Wow. PlayStation Three. It's a mech game by From Software. It's uh, the la- I think it's the last game where the designer of uh, the- I forgot his name. He made this game before he uh, went on to do Demon Souls. No, oh, cool. So this is the game before he worked on that, and that's a whole thing. The next is a uh, kind of PS3 games I like to buy. Uh, stuff like this. You <laughs> weeb. Like this. Fucking weeb. You, 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 you like to buy those Trinity weeb Universe lolly a, games. It's a dungeon crawler. With uh, Nipponichi games, it's like I don't know. It's a bunch of franchises. I don't really, under, I don't really know. Stop showing us games. your fat material, Jared. Jeez. <laughs> it's rated T. Uh, is PS1 but is it a hard T? Uh, what is this game? I I don't know if it's any good or not. It's some some like game called. Urban Chaos. I don't know. Some PlayStation game. I don't know what it's any, any of it's about. But I know these two. Uh, Rush Hour, which is like a really hard to find racing game. I don't know. And then lastly, it's the one I've been actually looking for. It's getting kind of pricey. It's uh, the beat 'em up game on the PS1. It's published by Midway, but it's a it's a Jackie Chan stunt master on the PlayStation. It's like an actually pretty decent looking like like over-the-top, like, beat em up game. And, uh, it's got Jackie Chan, and, uh, yeah. So that's... Oh, God. It's falling everywhere. Okay. Okay. $19. Uh, next is a PS4 game. Uh, it's called... It's like a shooter-type game on PS4 called Assault Suit Lanos. It's another mm. PlayStation 4 game. It's like a mech-type 2D side-scrolling shooter-type game. I don't know. Uh, next one is a 2360 games. Okay, I know. Oh. Actually, no, I don't. First thing is... Uh, first one's a fighting game. The Arc, Sy- Arc System Works Guilty Gear 2. The second Guilty Gear game. Arxis. Uh it's uh, only on 360, I think. So I got that because I, I like games like that. And next is a Xbox 360 exclusive called uh, the uh, Namco Museum Virtual Arcade, which includes like Xbox Live versions of like Namco games, like Galaga Legions, Pac-Man Championship, Azevius, Mr. Driller Online, a couple other ones, plus a classic. Uh, Namco arcade game, so looks interesting. I had to, I had to buy it. 
Next is a place 3DS game. Uh, there's a remake of Dragon Quest VIII on the 3DS, which I found this for $35, and for some reason it's selling for like $70 to like $90 on 3DS for some reason. I really don't know why. It's a classic RPG from the PlayStation 2. Uh, and uh, there, uh, there, it's there. And then the last, a couple are Wii games. The first one is, I, I heard from somewhere, I didn't know this was actually a pretty decent game, but it's a, it's a racing game called Nitro Bike on the Wii. And it's actually a, not a bad racing game for what it is. It's a decent, like, biking racing game. Uh, the next game is, it looks kind of generic, but it's called Victorious Boxing Revolution. It's sort of like, uh, sort of like Punch-Out in a way, but it's, it's got a reversible cover. Uh, it's, uh, wait a second. Imagine if he, like, tears it in half as he's trying to, like, you know, switch it around. Like, I know. well, shit, Jerry. That, that's quite the reversible cover you've got there. <laughs> it's based off a, uh, what do you call it, a uh, Ippo. It's based off a, what, a boxing anime. Uh, uh, Ippo Nichi or something? Ippo Nichi, yeah. Ippo Nichi. Yeah. Yeah, it's I think a, I know what you're talking XC. about. It's got a, it's got a boxing. It's a... Boxing, like boxing game. Imagine all yeah. the weebs, weebs watching this get triggered into the live chat because we got the name wrong. Like, no, it's not Iponichi. It's like Iponichi. So true. <laughs> the next is uh, another Japanese style game, uh, Trauma Team on the Wii. It's the third in the Trauma Center series by Atlas. It's sort of a, what do you call it, a, a surgery simulator slash visual novel with, like, characters. and. It's and like that. Grey's Anatomy, but with anime characters. Kind of. <laughs> apparently, apparently has a pretty cool story from what I heard. That's, that's more interesting than you think. But I'm not, not 100% sure what it's about. Yeah. And then the last Wii game is, a, I guess, a heavy hitter. One of the more pricier Wii games. I got it at a game store for half off. Uh, it's a copy of Fire Emblem Radiant Dawn hmm. on the Wii. The Fire Emblem game on the Wii. Uh, apparently it's really good. There's one mistake in the game I think is kind of funny. How the translation error. Everyone was saying this game was like really hard. But, the, when, but they mistranslated it where they put they put they put in easy mode into into normal mode. Where in the Japanese version, easy mode is normal mode, and normal mode is hard mode. So they mistranslated it. People, when you press normal mode in the Wii version, it plays actually the hard mode. Wow. <laughs> no, one, no one knew that. The game's like, damn, this game is so freaking hard. No one, no one knew why. So, that that's uh that's quite the kind of the up. mistake. Yeah, that that's a pretty bad fuck up right there. <laughs> Where you mis mistranslate the difficulty then, options. Yeah. yeah so I'll make sure to play on easy mode. I'm like, oh, you're playing on easy. You have a you have a reason to what you're saying. Why? 
yeah. And then I got a new Nintendo 64 game, which was like, I only have like 15 left to have every Nintendo 64 game. Uh, oh, sorry. That's called, it's Transformers uh, Beast Wars, based off the Transformer Beast Wars series. Apparently, it's a fighting game, and apparently one of the worst Nintendo 64 games ever made. It's apparently hot garbage, but it was a blockbuster exclusive, so it's kind of pricey. And uh, it took me a while to track this one down. So, epic. Epic right there. Yep. Then the last two games is uh, this DS game. It's worth like $70. It's called Nostalgia. Some JRPG with like airship combat and uh, there's just a, another one of these DS games that you find. And then the last game's mm-hmm. a PlayStation 2 game that's also an anime game, but this one's even more kind of sad. Uh, I don't know how to say it. Uh, first, the game is uh, Sakura Wars. Sakura, it was a big box. Oh. Sakura Wars, So Long My Love, which is part which is part like mech like a mech combat rpg like a mech combat rpg part dating simulator so you might catch me playing this on sunday <laughs> like, <what's> sad, man? <laughs> dude you should live stream yourself playing that exactly. like hey, i'm about to yeah this... it's got interesting uh what do you call it interesting uh concept where it's like you don't level up or anything the, the characters become more stronger when you build more relationships with them. Like as, as you, your relationship with them grows, then their <laughs> then their will to fight grows. And uh, yeah, and yeah. <laughs> they, just give so them I your slab of better. meat, and that'll give it. That'll give them more power. <laughs> it comes with a it comes with a art it comes with a little uh, big giant manual, uh, and it comes with. A... Yeah, so you so you are playing a fan service game. <laughs> Damn, <laughs> I was joking. A, uh, po- and it comes with a poster of some sort of the cover. I think. Uh, Let's see the poster. Big poster. I don't know if I'll be able to fold it back up. That's right. Here. Also, uh, of course, of course. <laughs> what is it? What is it? <laughs> <laughs> of course it cool. is. <laughs> it's a girl. Heck yeah. <laughs> I mean, what else would it be? Yeah. Woo! Woo! Spicy. Hanging it up on my wall. No, I'm not. I'm just putting it back in there. Yeah, just hang it up, <laughs> hang it up on your wall and let your parents be disappointed in you. <laughs> uh-huh. They had it for eight. Yeah. I got both. I got that in the Fire Emblem from a game store in Tampa called uh, RU Game. That was, they had, a, they had that a buy game. one, get one 50% off sale. So I got that Sacral Wars and Fire Emblem. I, m- I miss that store. There used to be one at the mob of that. Ugh, fuck. There used to be one at, at, at the Westfield Mall, but that closed down, unfortunately. I'll get this folded back up one day. I shouldn't do. I shouldn't have done that. Oh, there we are. Folded it up a little bit. Okay. Okay. Oh, oh, I did it! Woo! As they say, uh, 
so long, my love. <laughs> oh, don't worry. You're you're gonna get you're you're gonna get to know your love real well this 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 thing this Valentine's Day, I'm sure. Mm -hmm. Oh, it's also it's not published by NES, but uh, the there's this is like the seventh game in the franchise, and there's one on PS4. It's actually uh it's a Sega franchise. It doesn't say mm. anywhere any on the on the box. Yeah. So but now I know what kind of came out on the Sega Saturn. You 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 were really in the the, the kind of the kind of fan service games that you you're into, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> this is what you play on Valentine's Day. <laughs> For... I play Gal Gun Two on Valentine's Day. <laughs> <laughs> I might play Honey Honey Pop Two on Valentine's Day. <laughs> Let's go. It's like it's like Candy Crush, but you can fuck anime bitches. <laughs> <laughs> all right well this has been a pretty interesting episode of the tom and jared gaming show so besides that one you know part where it was just sort of dead air for a minute or two it was for the most part we actually did fine without a script i'm actually amazed at how far we we came you know wow, wow. so amazing but uh, yeah, I think it's probably time we wrap it up. It's uh, yeah, definitely. I'd say it's definitely time we wrap it up now. Thank you guys mm -hmm. so much for watching this episode of the Tom and Jerry Gaming Show. I thought this was a really interesting format and in how we did this. But uh, yeah, uh, Jerry, you got anything? You, you have any final thoughts? So long, my love. Uh, not if I get that <laughs> ash first. Oh, <laughs> happy Valentine's Day! Yep, happy Valentine's Day. We'll let you know who who got who got the love first next for in our next episode. Uh, we'll uh, yeah, we'll see you guys later. Bye bye. <laughs> <laughs>